This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hi, ah, yes. Welcome to the post-game podcast with no, uh, Jerry today. We've got Eddie Scazzari. Oh, hi there, Eddie. Hello, oh. podcast people. The podcast people say hello. I had a uh, fellow named Dan Burns on Twitter, mm. and he asked me if I could ask you about something, sure. and uh, it's something I have not heard of. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this or not. I did not clear this with you prior to this. Okay, he wrote, uh, is Eddie familiar with the buried planet within the Earth's core? Uh, theories about like a... Yeah, like another like a planet being within the Earth. Yeah, there was a movie, remember Journey to the Center of the Earth? Yes, I remember the title. I'm sure I have not seen that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, that's a sort of a, um, I guess, antiquated belief, perhaps. But who's on that planet? Like, it's a, there's there's things living on this yeah, planet there's within a, like the a, Earth? Like a subterranean um, civilization. Yeah. That exists uh, deep within the earth. Okay. Um, and there's people there and this sort of thing? Yeah, people, animals, plants, like a whole civilization. But, you know, where I, I think there can be perhaps animals and things at a certain depth below, like in cave systems and that, that sort of thing, um, or, you know, buried beneath the Antarctic ice sheet, there's huge lakes and things that could harbor life forms that we're yeah. not that familiar with. Um, but in terms of a like a civilization, like science fiction stuff, that's all it is, science fiction. I, I don't know what, if he's specifically you referring to something specific or just the general idea that just there's Just the theory, a, I think, that there is a, a, a planet within the planet Earth where yeah. there are there are things living down there. Yeah, I, I would say that's fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, geologists have sort of have theories about what, you know, the, the nickel iron core and then the, the, the magma and the mantle and all that stuff. Like if you go down far enough, it's like, you know, it's molten rock and yeah, I don't think anything can live there. There's so many. I feel like every once in a while, and it's been happening more frequently, is that um, we keep finding out that uh, human beings are older than we think they are. Like, uh, there's, I'm sure, something we learned in in uh, grammar school or middle school or high school that the uh, human beings were started this many years ago. But it seems like they keep finding structures and things that were clearly made by humans mm. that are much older than we think humans existed. Well, uh, our species uh, is not that old. I don't know how far back you're thinking yeah. you go. I'm or... just thinking like when I watch Ancient Aliens on mm -hmm. History Channel, uh, they'll find like these structures in Egypt and things, and they'll say, you know, this is uh, this has been dated back to this many years ago mm -hmm. before we even thought there were people floating around here. Well... I, I would doubt the veracity of those. Um, our species is about 300,000 years old. Yeah. Which is not that long, geologically speaking. Uh, you know, considering the Earth has been around about four and a half billion years, and multicellular life is only like the last, you know, gosh, less than a billion years. Um, and we had our precursor humans, if you will, uh, the 
the species Homo goes back maybe, I'm not really sure, I would say maybe a million plus years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, what we consider Homo sapiens, about 300,000 years. And Homo sapiens sapiens, sort of a, you know, when we got even larger brains or better brains, about 150,000 years. So I would, I would really doubt that there was, I know you have these, the, you've watched things about there was an advanced uh, human technological civilization. Yeah, the younger before. Dryas theory. Yes, yeah. I learned that on Joe Rogan. Yeah, I, uh, I, would, I would seriously doubt those theories. Again, it's more in the science fiction and fantasy realm. Well, they just, they just go back to, I, I think like with that theory is that things like the pyramids and really old structures and old stone carvings and all that, uh, when they date those things, mm-hmm. they predate the tools and technology that we are thought that uh, humans had back right. then. So how did that happen if there wasn't an advanced civilization floating around here at some point before it got wiped out and then some of their structures remained? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think there's any hard evidence for that. I and you're probably talking younger Dryas was like 20,000 years yeah. ago or something. 20 to 30,000 I think. 12,000 something like that. Something thousands. Um, thousands tens of thousands yes. of years. Um yeah, I, I would I would doubt those those theories and those ideas myself um cuz there would if there was any real large scale civilizations with advanced technology i believe something more would have survived than the just the structures yeah then you know and if they were advanced they would be using metal and you know buried metal could survive not for millions of years but for tens of thousands i think there would be or even ten thousand there would be something more substantial left than sort of vague clues it does make you wonder, though, how all those things were built. Yeah. Well, you and I have discussed before, like yeah. the pyramids, if you had thousands of slaves that you didn't care if they lived or died of, available to you and say, you know, let's pull this, pull and push this huge rock over here, uh, it could get done. And I you mean, also we, don't have anything else to do all day. There's no correct. social media. There's no Nothing, television to no, watch, no, no computers. Right. You don't have to uh, walk their dogs. Or, right. You don't have to go to know, work. Check Twitter. Your work is to stop and shop or anything. Yeah, like Yeah, your work is moving these giant mm-hmm. things around. Right, and if you die, you die. We don't care. We just yeah. get the next slave up here. Right, and get it done. Yeah, I love re- I love hearing about it. I was going to say I love reading about it. Mm-hmm. This idea that there was this uh, advanced technological, mm-hmm. and I should read about it, but I know I'm. I know I would. Yeah. be confused. Well, that's the sort of thing when you tell me about these things, or I find them out myself. These these theories that uh, I do, I'll go and and Google it and yeah. research it and look for, you know, um, sort of uh, credible scientific websites that might have addressed it. Um, you know, I'll start with Wikipedia and because they'll put things up. They'll put everything up not not as fact but hey this is what some people think there's no real evidence for this but i would be curious if this who is the guy who asked the question uh dan burns if dan burns has a a link to uh whatever particular story he's talking about okay uh i would be i would definitely wikipedia that or google it and you see would what check comes it out up. absolutely because i i like to you know i love science fiction and I would like to delve into that. Just like when I listen to uh, George Norrie, the AM yeah. Coast to Coast. Is he still on at night? Yes. Uh-huh. Sure. He's on night. in the middle of the night when you come in? Yeah. I think his show starts, I think it goes one to five. On WABC? Uh, OR. Oh, he's on WOR now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, so I'll, I usually hear from about like 2.10 to 2.30, you know, when he comes back from his open. That's when I'm usually listening. And today he had uh, an astrologer on, and people call in, give their birthdays, and then he or she will tell you about you know their their life. That I'm not interested in, right? Because you don't know those people. 
Well, not only that, it's just like I don't really put any stock in, and I've heard it a number of times where I, I you know, I went back to CMAG then because uh, that just doesn't interest me. So CMAG Sports Talk is competing with, uh, you know, kind of these weird things going on in sure. the world and depending. And, and, uh, and because of the way the break structures are, uh, work, I'll, I'll hear the first t- 10 minutes of CMAG's show. And then sometimes, if it's really compelling, I'll forget to switch over. Right. Um, you know. So, but that's good for him if I'm if he's captured me like that. And if he's not, then you go. Let and me see I'll what go, this uh, the aliens are going crazy guy is talking right. about. Um, and then depending on what he who he has on, um, I'll you know I'll I'll stay with that. Yeah. And even though I'm an atheist and I don't believe in all, um, you know the the God and the Bible and all that, when they have someone on. Who is talking about um, like a literal interpretation of the Bible or Revelation or something? I, I, I listen to it just to see, you know, what what the other side is thinking. If not that they're the other side per se, not politically, but um, you know, and like you like to do, you like to not just do the what is the term, the echo chamber. Yeah, you like to see what other. You know, other people are thinking like a view that's opposite to yours. Yes. You'll say, hey, let me listen to this and see what they're talking about. And maybe maybe they have a point. Maybe I still disagree, whatever. Right. But it's nice to to sort of open yourself up to alternative ideas. Yeah. Plus, it also helps you in um, if you're ever in like if you're somebody who's into debating people, mm-hmm. you always want to know what your opponent's side of things yes. are in case you need to shoot some holes through it mm-hmm. right although with the the people who firmly believe in religion whether it's christianity or what have you it, it's really a non-starter because they believe and i do not so their things are based in this faith that god is real and the bible is real and and i just don't believe that so it's really that's hard that's a hard debate to have. And they'll say, well, Jesus said, well, I'm just saying Jesus, you know, even if he existed, he's not the son of God. He's not God. God yeah. doesn't exist. So you really can't get anything going. Of all the great mysteries in the world, mm-hmm. and this could be um, news stories like the JFK assassination, um, did we really go to the moon? Uh, how were the pyramids built? Mm-hmm. Which which would you most like to know the absolute truth too. Oh, I would I would go back to the beginning because that's, you know. Like how did how, we get here as a species? How, how did the universe begin? Like if you could get the actual 100% yeah, true right. facts, that's what you would want to Which know. I don't know if we ever will. Yeah. Um, but like if, you know, how did the universe start? What And then you go beyond that, you know, and it's endless. Um, you know, did our universe come out of nothingness was there anything before that are we in an endless cycle of this uh big bang then a big crunch you're familiar with that that uh it's all going to come crashing down and collapse into the singularity and then boom it starts again you ever see the movie k-pax no okay that kind of deals with that that it's all it's it just repeats over and over. so the world will destroy itself and the then universe will the universe will collapse, in, and then back out, and, and then explode out. Right, and then all those years would have to pass before life gets back on the right. planet. And then, and then, in I think in the movie Capex, I think their theory was that it's always the same when it repeats, like it's the exact same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. Um. So you know, just to know that, or even you know, you take it back a little, you know, the creation of life. On the planet, how did life get started on the planet? Yeah, if you want to not go back to the, you know, very beginning of the creation of the universe, and was there anything before? Because I don't think we'll ever know that. I think the origin of life uh, on this planet, we have a shot at knowing. Not in our lifetime, but I think in humanity's lifetime, yeah. if we don't blow ourselves up and or blow ourselves back to the Stone Age. And then have to start with the technology all over again. One of the things I hear, and I don't know how much of this is true, but it's like people will say, um, you know, they'll look at what's going on in the world today as mm-hmm. far as like what are the what are the things the right and the left are fighting about. Mm-hmm. 
and they when gender stuff comes up, they mm-hmm. go. Uh, you'll hear people go. This is how the Roman Empire fell: is that uh, uh, men were women, women were men. There were no genders. That uh, I don't know if that, is that true. Is that not true? Where does it come from? Like, was there was homosexuality practiced? And yeah, I don't even it, know if it was that, or if it was just like, oh, you know, they decided uh, that. Uh, you get to pick your own gender and all this stuff, kind of like what's going on now. And they go, "Oh, that's a sign that uh, civilization's about to collapse." Yeah, I don't know, but because they, they couldn't. I guess I could have googled that back in the day. Like they couldn't change genders. Like, no, they could not. Like medically and right. hormones and all that stuff. So, but I'm sure there was homosexuality and oh in yeah, every civilization. Oh yes, I mean we base a lot of our a lot of our philosophy and government and society is based on the greeks and the romans and there was homosexuality especially in the greek uh, area so, is that right yeah but um that's what we base a lot of our philosophy on and d- democracy on right so and you know and, and the people who say about um who, who say it's the sign of the end of uh civilization yeah they're, they're saying that at least I'm interpreting that they think that homosexuality or picky between being a man and a woman, that's evil, but I yeah, don't... that's like the, that's how they get the whole system to collapse on itself. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm going to Google that later on today. Okay. Yeah. I have no idea how the Roman empire fell. I have no idea about yeah, well, that. Well, it's just the, the plague of Justinian had a lot to do with that. That was a bit pretty bad plague and about, I want to say 500 AD and you know when you get a lot of your society wiped out by plague that's going to hurt that'll hurt things that's going to hurt the economy that's going to hurt the economy if yeah. uh, half of your people are plagued out mm-hmm. through death and the dark ages mm-hmm. started after that and you know before the middle ages and then you had the bubonic plague you know yeah. the black death and blah 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 a lot of plagues go around yeah a lot of plagues and I guess we thought uh, COVID was going to be a plague. Yeah, that was a baby plague. Baby plague, though, right? Even compared to the 1919 uh, uh, Spanish flu. Yeah, that one I hear that about. That was bad. The Spanish flu. Yeah, that was bad. Man. That was uh, worse than than COVID. Yeah. I wonder how long, it, like back in the day, like now we have media and things. Back in the day, like how long did it take to, for people to realize, oh my gosh, the Spanish flu is killing everybody? Mm-hmm. There was no news. Right. Well, things would get... They did have um, radio back then. Oh, so, during the Spanish uh, sure, flu? Sure, it was only 1919. When did radio start? Gosh, that was... I thought that was the 20s. Mm, radio stations. Oh, radio stations. But like Telegraph and all that, that was back... Oh, where you could send messages. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that you know the news could get out, but you know it's still, especially in the big city centers. How did they and, know the British were coming? Someone was just Paul Revere was yeah, just running right. around. He was out there watching to see with a spyglass to see when the ships were rolling into Boston Harbor. And so all I that. guess we could have got it that way too. There's a Spanish flu. Be careful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> running perhaps through, we're yeah. going through the towns. Yeah. Hmm. I want answers. I think yours is a great idea. Let's get the answer for how civilization started. I'd love to know about, I want to be able to visually see how the pyramids were built, Mm -hmm. how all these, how uh, Miku Pichu was built, or Mm -hmm. Goble Temple, or whatever that one's called. I want to know how life started in general. Very beginning. And and you were talking today about uh, the sunscreen and all that. Yeah. the sun and the now granted we could not exist without our sun life wouldn't most likely gotten started without our sun but ultimately the sun is going to be the end of life it's going to burn us out on our planet because as it reaches and this is billions of years from now okay good it will ultimately expand because that's what this our type of star a yellow star does i think it's a g-class star i think um it's going to run out of fuel and or start running out of fuel and then it'll expand and when it expands it's going to envelop uh mercury venus and ultimately probably if it doesn't envelop earth it'll come very close and 
boil off all the water. But this will be after you and I have passed, right? Yes, most likely. Okay, good. And it's going to be getting brighter also. The sun is? Yes. Uh, And that is, I don't know if it's quite measurable yet. We're going to need new sunglasses. Yes. So ultimately the sun will kill us. So the sun gave us, giveth life Mm -hmm. and it will eventually take it away. Right. But that's what life is. And we'll collapse within ourselves. Big explosion. Well, that we they don't know about that. That depends on if, um, I guess, the the density of the universe. They some formulas use this uh, term omega. If uh, omega is less than one, then the universe will expand forever, and then you'll get the heat death of the universe. That whole I don't know if you've ever heard of any of that. No, I haven't heard of heat death. Uh, and then if omega is greater than one, the density, then ultimately it'll expand and then stop expanding and then collapse in the big crunch. And then if omega is equal to one, it'll expand to a certain point and then just stop and then stop expanding and it'll sort of be a steady state. But the steady state is not, I don't think that's in favor. Nothing for us to worry about, right? Or our children, if we had children. Uh, no, no. It'll be past that. It'll be whatever right. evolves after humans or yeah. what we evolve into. Right. Probably what the aliens look like, but, super and, thin, and, no and muscles. For for whatever that is or if it's still us or whatever, to survive, we'll have to have migrated to a different star system. Great. To survive. But well, that sounds bleak. That takes That would take a current technology a long time and generation ships you've heard of those nope no? okay all right those sounds cool though it yeah you can google that generation, generation ships. ships yeah mm-hmm. where we get on and start yeah. a whole new thing yeah for potentially thousands of years wow people are you know people who start off they know you know and many generations are going to live and die before you get to wherever you're going okay our next solar planet. system planet yeah. okay mm-hmm. Let's do the warm-up shit. Sure. I did that with CeeLo today because Jerry's out. Jerry will be back tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow's Thursday. It is. Baby. So. So Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, good morning there. If you're hearing my voice first, that means Jerry's out today. Eddie is here today. CeeLo is in for Jerry. Good morning, CeeLo. Oh, good morning, Al. Do I need to uh, reintroduce myself to you? What does that mean? Well, I got in this morning, opened yeah. up my Twitter account, and I follow the uh, the great Twitter account, Al Duke's Quotes. Oh, yes. And I see, uh, who is CeeLo again, Jerry? I was just a little, so I was I gotta, a little 
lighthearted comedy. Yes. And also, uh, let me tell you, that CeeLo can talk. I did. I Jerry. said I said CeeLo can We've talk. We've come a long way, Al. Remember when we first did this together yeah. and the complaint was that I didn't say enough. Yes. I didn't give you anything. Yeah. Kind of went I, the other way now. Yeah. I said I like uh, when CeeLo fills in. CeeLo can talk. <laughs> Is that what it was? You know, okay. Peter Schwartz yeah. just stares at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oddly. So it was meant in a complimentary way. Yes, then. complimentary way. I wasn't way. sure. I figured we'd, you know. Get that out of the way right out of the gate oh, here yeah. and make sure we clear the air on it. No, no. Okay, all good. good. All, right, all good here, Steve. Good. How the hell are you then? I'm doing well. I played Christmas music on my ride in today. Is that right? Yeah. Look at you. You're in a festive mood. Yeah. But I figured and it normally, ain't even December yet. Exactly. It was uh, the 29th, December 1st is Friday. Yeah. I was like, let me reacquaint myself with some Christmas songs. Mm. Problem is I'm going to get sick of them within like a week. Now, did you go um, with your own playlist? Yeah, I have my own okay. uh, curated playlist. Very nice. Through your Spotify account, I think. Yeah, that's it. correct. Right. Very good. Very so good. there are songs I'm not yet sick of because there's a lot of great Christmas songs that it's like even just playing them once a year, it's enough already. Yeah. Like, I, the, like Santa Claus is coming to town. I love Bruce Springsteen, but I am not putting that on this year. At all. No. Not even, okay, I'm going to play it once or twice no, and then we're going to move on. No, because I'm going to hear it a million times anyway, oh, but it's like right. there's certain songs that just like pounded into the ground. Submission. Were the Pogues on your Christmas? Oh, yeah. The Pogues are always. The Pogues? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I know which Christmas song. Fairy Tale of New York. Great one. Huh. Okay. Maybe well, that's one where if I heard it, I'd know it maybe. instantly. Maybe not. Okay, then. I don't know. It's, it's a great the most one, though. popular the uh, Christmas song in the UK. That's right. And I'm very hmm. UK, if you know me. But now, okay, you're very UK. You knew. But what is, why is Eddie locked in on the UK oh, Christmas It's popular. Music? It's just popular. Oh, okay. it's, it's a popular song here, but. It, yeah, it, it's weird. It's it's different. I not tend a traditional Christmas okay. thing. Can we I, get that coming out of the first sure. break? All right. Very I good. tend to like uh, singers who can't sing traditionally. Singers who can't well, like sing Bruce Springsteen's not a traditionally good singer. Correct. Bob Dylan, Keith yes. Richards, Paul Westerberg. Do the these Pogues guys. fall into that yeah, category? Fall right into that right, category. Then. You know, Tom Waits. I like. I like guys that sound like they they're <laughs> uh, they're singing, but not to anybody because they can't sing and they wouldn't want to embarrass themselves. <laughs> By the way, I saw on Twitter this morning that uh, Tommy DeVito did an autograph signing at a sub shop in Wayne, New Jersey. That sounds about right. Yesterday, uh, I think it was off. yesterday. Yeah, yep. And it was a line wrapped around the building. Oh yeah. Well, also they're on their bye week. I'm forgetting that, so they oh, right. got extra time off. But yeah, generally Tuesday you get a lot of those appearances and charity type deals. Line around the, a couple of weeks ago, that probably would have been a much shorter line. Yes. Now people can't get enough of Tommy DeVito. He's the one thing right now that's interesting about New York football. Now, do you think that was set up prior to him? And his little no rise to fame here oh, in no. short order? No. No. Because I was going to say, if so, that's a hell of a deal for that sub shop. Worked out nicely for them. But they negotiated that weeks ago before he really burst onto the scene. Yeah, after his first win, I got uh, reached. Uh, somebody reached out to me saying they were, they were representing Tommy DeVito. <laughs> what do we want him on? I was like, sure. Then another guy got in the mix who's the real agent. And then I Googled the real agent. He looks like if I, if you were to like, if I were to say, uh, well, I have a movie, a uh, guy's a, a Italian American named Tommy DeVito in New Jersey. who's going to quarterback for the Giants. Yeah. We need someone to play his agent. This is the guy. This, it, it's, it looks like a guy that you would say, eh, it looks really like too much like an agent. Yeah. Yeah. So he almost must like it was that, made up. Yeah. A prototype. Correct. So he must have put that deal together. Okay. But young people, old people, everyone wants a piece of Tommy DeVito right now. So you know, to circle back, they, yeah. they reached out. You said we'd love to have him on. What, what happened? Then he called at 10 a.m. one day. His agent said, um, we going to do this? Or I go, well, I thought we were doing it. You know, it just got confusion. Oh. And then they never reached back out. Okay. Now they're too big. You know when they'll call? When he goes 0-3. <laughs> and then we're not interested, right, yeah, Mr. DeVito. You missed your window. You missed your window. Moving on. Moving on. With the da 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 da, it sparked a whole big outrage yesterday on the program about um, are is it bad that the media is now playing soprano songs and is this um, racist in some way towards Italians? And uh, my take was that I don't think Italians are actually offended by it, right? But they're so sick of everything being everybody else being offended. They're right. like. I got to put up with your nonsense. Now I'm offended. Right. If you want to, if you want some consistency, apply it across all. Yeah. 
I get that. Correct. I get that. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. This uh, here's an interesting thing about Aaron Rodgers. Is it though? It sounds like you don't no, think it's that interesting. No, it is. I, okay. well, I was looking for the interesting part. Okay. Because I glanced down and I said other Aaron Rodgers notes, which I'm sick of. Don't care when he's coming back. If he's coming back, don't care. But he did like an interesting tweet. You know how you like a tweet? Yeah. This is from a former... Of course, of course this would be the one thing you take out of this. Yeah, I love this one. Not even McAfee yesterday, but... No, not even McAfee. Rogers' actions in recent days. Yeah, he liked the tweet by former pro bowler Russell... Russell... Okun. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And in it, first of all, I don't believe a single... I don't believe this interaction between Russell and his child occurred, but I think it's a launching point to have the discussion. Isn't Russell Okun also the one we talked about that did the... Yeah. What did the, he do? The no food, only water fast for 40 days. And did it, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. He did it multiple times. 40 days and posted of fasting? pictures of himself. This is a former, like you said, offensive yeah. lineman, like 300-pounder. And he did this not once, but twice. Man, I didn't like fasting for like 24 yeah. hours for my colonoscopy no the other food, week. No food, only water. Wow. Yeah, I remember Gio talking about that. But go ahead. So he tweeted, my four-year-old stopped me and asked why other people are using sunscreen. I looked at him seriously and responded, corporations push propaganda machines to make the masses believe the sun is bad for them. Uh We have a different view. Now let's go. First of all, his son did not say that to him. But this take (laughs) on sunscreen is an interesting one. Is it? Yeah. What's interesting about it? What's interesting about it is, uh, you know, I follow a lot of uh, social media people uh, about, you know, Eating proper foods, eating whole foods, sure. eating real foods, yes. not eating processed foods, and all this stuff. And they're very big on nature. And their whole idea is, what the? How can the sun be bad for us if it's naturally occurring? Uh-huh. The sun, okay. And yet we're asked to put chemicals, sunscreen, man-made sunscreen chemicals that then soak into our bodies, okay, and can cause us harm. All right, I get all of that. This is uh, so Aaron Rodgers liked this tweet, and this goes along with the uh, vaccination type yeah, stuff, know, that I, sort of same thing. Same category. Same right. category, But yeah. the counter, of course, to that is what can happen to you if you're out in the sun without the sunscreen. All right. And then so I'll what, go counter, ahead, counter to that. Back. Yes. The counter to that is that all of the processed foods and seed oils in the processed food is what makes our skin susceptible to, to burning. Burning. Correct, CeeLo. Is that right? So you're yes. telling me if I eat just what nature provided, uh-huh. that I can go to the equator and be outside in the sun and not burn? Well, I'm not here to give out medical oh, advice. okay. I see. <laughs> but I'm telling you that the people who believe uh-huh. in eating proper foods mm-hmm. do not use sunscreen. Okay. And they're out in the sun all day. That's interesting. I mean, I get the concept one. of eventually you build up. The base, right? I suppose. You know? So that's an Aaron Rodgers like that tweet. So I, I just... Of course uh, he did. It fits, his, it, it fits perfectly. It is. It did fit perfectly. It was like the only tweet of that guy's that he liked. So he searched <laughs> it out, which I like also. Well, like, wait a second. Wait a second. It doesn't mean he searched it out. <laughs> well, it could have it could have landed on his timeline in some true. way, shape, or form. It yeah. doesn't mean he was like, let me go see what Russell Okung's up to. Let me... Let me uh, sift through here and see what might be interesting, what I might be interested in. Oh, yeah, okay, this is boom. That's found true. this one here. Someone wants to send to Darren Rogers. Or it could have gotten, like, you know, reposted or retweeted onto his time. I mean, that right. happens all the time. That's how things, we know, that's how it spreads. I just don't like when we pretend that, that our four-year-olds are, like, talking like adults. May, all right, maybe it wasn't a direct quote. I will say young kids are very inquisitive, and sometimes you're blown away by the things they come up with. And where their mind goes. So maybe so, not my four-year-old, my seven-year-old, but you know, I guess that makes sense. Concept. Let's say he, they were somewhere where people were lotioning up, and the little kid goes, "Hey, where's our suntan yeah. lotion?" Right. And he goes, "Listen, son, let me tell you something. We don't coat ourselves in chemicals. <laughs> we are out here enjoying the sun. A little vitamin D. They say you get vitamin D from the sun. Yes, but all things in moderation, right? No, no, I don't think that's true. It's not. No, people love to say that. All things. No. Heroin in moderation. Not great. All right. Well, you're right. Not all things. Many things in moderation. Eh. (laughs) I don't know about that. There's got to be a point and a limit of how, you know, like too much vitamin D, a little bit too too much sun. Maybe. 
But I guess you could circle it back in your opinion, in yes. your neck of the woods, to those damn seed oils and the processed yes. food. My medical degree that I've gotten from following people on Instagram. Oh, but you said, well, I don't want to, I'm not here to give out <laughs> medical advice. Yeah. I'm going to just suggest these things and put it out there, but I'm not going to actually tell you to do that or not do that. I follow this woman on Instagram who eats, this is all she eats, red meat, eggs, and sticks of butter. Is that Al Michaels' wife? <laughs> jokes he's only eats red meat never had vegetables before oh right yeah yeah i don't even know if he's married but go ahead she eats sticks of butter just, w- just as like a that. side as a side with her steak does she very slim like lightly thawed what are we doing here i mean what do you mean the butter she, lightly? She melting it down and no, drinking no, no. it she's no, just, just chomping on a stick of butter correct <laughs> i've seen many people Wait, like that red, like, say it again red meat stick red of butter meat, what was the eggs other? eggs and she's very thin yeah she's in great shape a lot so, of exercise, I'd imagine. I don't know. A lot of people say if you eat just, uh, you know, red meat and uh, the uh, natural fats like butter, mm-hmm. milk, you can uh, do well. So I'm with Aaron Rodgers here. I will tell you, this past summer, I was very light on the uh, on the on the, the sunscreen? Uh, sunscreen, like Aaron yeah. Rodgers. Yeah, and you did. I'm okay. following everything Aaron Rodgers does. You did. You're not. I'm going to get you, some ayahuasca. You're tired of him. We don't <laughs> care if he comes back. Don't care about the football aspect. Sick of that. But give yeah. me all the non-football, extreme, yeah. unusual, off-the-beaten-path takes. Yes. And I will soak all those in and put them into play in my life. I'm going to get some crystals. I'm going to go on an ayahuasca trip. You're going to listen to the, the dolphin frequencies. I'm going to listen Check to that dolphin out. frequencies. Yep. I'm going to uh, go uh, repair my Achilles. <laughs> so that's over. He's not going to You saw that yesterday. Year. They did. I know you don't care, but what? they did uh, McAfee's crew. Tossed it out to him. Yeah, there's still people who think you didn't actually. Oh, what do you say about tear that? Tear your Achilles. Oh, yeah. so you did not, I did see, not that. see that one. Yeah, this was after they were uh, they were on to just the YouTube portion of the show. Okay, and he made that. He was like, now that we're on that portion. Oh, because they he, can't bring that up on. Well, uh, ESPN. He, no, his answer was um, in contained a reference to a profanity. Oh, okay. Yes, so he basically told all those people to go f themselves. Okay. <laughs> Did they bring up anyone in particular? No, it was it was a generic, just sort of some people. Some people, you know believe. how that goes. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah. All right. Who's right now more interesting, Tommy DeVito or Aaron Rodgers? Tommy DeVito. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I mean the Rodgers thing is like it's it's sort of the same cycle, right? Late in the week, someone right. will have a report about what's going on, and then they'll talk about it on the game, and then when he goes on McAfee, he kind of like plays it down the middle a little bit so like yesterday was well i haven't been cleared yet we got to you know my health comes first and then we got to see are we still in it so that that kind of goes counter to what we've heard in recent weeks which was well he's coming back no matter what so it's just sort of the same cycle that we're in like you said you're tired of it whereas the devito thing at the moment is still kind of fresh and new i mean i'm sure we'll get we'll get tired of the hand thing and in short order i mean and we how, get tired of all the celebrations that get done over and over and over again. And how great is it that he got his two wins in a row, then the bye week? I mean, there's he's getting to enjoy it all. Yeah. What At that sub shop yesterday. Yeah, at a hoagie shop. What does Tommy DeVito have to do to get to insanity levels? <laughs> um, win out and take the Giants to the playoffs? <laughs> That'd be wild. If the Giants won out and made a, and hit a wild card... Hit a that, wild! I like the way you said that. Yeah, like hit, hit a wild, wild card, card. like That'd you know they're at the blackjack stuff. table or something here. I mean, some weird wild stuff, man. Weird People will be fired up. Stuff. You know, all they have all... to do is beat the Eagles twice. I mean, along with some <laughs> other wins, that's no big deal. All right, well, maybe one of the Eagles <laughs> games won't matter. Um, I guess that's that's true. That's true. And they did it's week sixteen and eighteen, so they play them two out of three. They're two of their final three games are against the Eagles. Let me ask you this. If Tommy DeVito loses coming off the bye week, is is the Tommy DeVito fun story over? Um, probably a little bit, a little bit, right? By the way, it's take a hit, and I and I know this is coach speak, but Brian Dable and Joe Shane both did not rule out Tyrod Taylor starting when they come out of the bye week. So we let's would, just we they would people would revolt in the streets. There'd we be, would ship them out of town. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't know about that. Hit but the bricks. You might have people show up with uh, pitchforks and you know. John Mara would Torches not allow that. J- yeah, well, we'll see. He would not allow that. We'll see. I'm not even going to fall for their 
verbiage. And it's a Monday night game coming out of the bye week against the Packers. Oh, is that right? Oh, they could beat the Packers. Is at that home. game at home? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Everyone's going to be holding hoagies up. By the way, the Packers Woo! are all of a sudden looking much better with Jordan Love. So yeah, they did look pretty good. Yeah. They did look pretty good beating the Lions down on Thanksgiving. By the time I arrived at my parents' house, the I get I get there. Yeah, and it was I, a bloodbath. Yeah, I was like, what? what? What's was, going on? Yeah, I was huh. shocked. Because mm. normally we're used to seeing the Lions lose on Thanksgiving. Right. But I was not expecting a loss this Thanksgiving. Right, now you're thinking this is their year to this turn the around year. the misfortunes. Nope, not so they much. They need a Detroit-era Tommy DeVito, who's like in the Detroit things. Cars. Sure. Rapping. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Is it rock and roll? I know the rapping, too. Uh Flint, Michigan, like these there sorts you go. of things. Flint, Michigan, yeah. Let's take a quick break here. Did See you that? do your fraudulent five already? I didn't because it hasn't hasn't really changed. Oh, okay. So I thought it was it might be. Boring. I look forward to the different elements of the of the warm up show per week, and I like to be a part of them sometimes. You want but, me to hit you with? I can no, hit you with. Right. A, if you don't, if you're not feeling hey, strongly about it, I'll hit you with a quick fraudulent five. Okay, on the after other the side. break, yeah. and then a boomer and G will be here right at six o'clock. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name's Al Dukes. I've got Eddie Scazzeri. I've got CeeLo today in for Jerry. Good morning, CeeLo. Is this the song that I requested? No, it isn't. Okay. I was going to say, it I doesn't sound like a Christmas song. I forgot. I'll do it next. What do we got here? This is Rolling Stones' Tumbling Dice. Ah, I'm playing should, this because uh, we've got very popular Rolling Stones tickets in the 8 a.m. 8 a.m. hour today. Yeah. People are loving it. People are calling. I can tell by the uh, all of the calls I'm getting just... All morning on the contest line, people it's wanting to win. Unbelievable, man! Yeah, people love the Rolling Stones. And also man. the eleven o'clock hour all week. Oh, is that right? And the eleven o'clock hour all week. When I should know the answer to this. Yes, I think we just played the commercial. When and where are these shows? MetLife Stadium in uh, May. In the summer. Oh, okay. Spring. I think in May. Yeah, spring. spring. Nice. A little spring. How it, many? How many dates are they doing there? I think just. I just one. Two? I think I just saw one. One. Okay. I was curious if there might like be two selling out MetLife multiple nights. Here. Yeah, I mean, wow. unbelievable. Good for them. Good Rolling for them. Stones, baby. Oh yeah. Well, Eddie and I were checking out the set list uh, the other day from the the they played a couple months ago. Uh-huh. Good variety of uh, music. How there. many songs are we talking? I think thirty, maybe. Wow. I mean, I get it. They may move in and out of them quickly. Yeah. Maybe not the full version, but that's, I don't know. That's pretty cool. They Give me were... a nice taste for what, I mean, listen, there's a lot to choose yeah, from after all these. I don't closures. think they're going to be doing medleys. At yeah. The, uh, no, no, no medleys. No? They're not, not even, a hey, give me a couple minutes of the no. full 30 full songs. Oh, yeah. Wow. Maybe 27. Yeah, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. That's impressive. nice. Nice span of early stuff, 80s and 90s stuff. A couple of the nice. new tracks, which I also enjoy. Give them a lot normally, of credit. I normally don't like the new songs, but I like the new Rolling Stone songs. Hmm. How They're new? Pretty good. How new? We tell like they just put out new so like music a couple right? weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I put out a full a whole new album. <laughs> oh man, good oh, for them. Yeah, let me get this ready for you, Cela, because you uh, were asking for uh, what we call the fraudulent five list. Yeah. Let me get my elements out. Uh, let me play this. Oh boy, here. I'm making you put this together on the fly. It's my fraudulent five list now. These are teams I'm currently rooting for in the NFL. Some of them stay consistent. Some of them change in and out. I don't always pick winners. I sometimes hang with the team if they lose a couple times and I bail on them. Now, you when know you what say I'm some of them say, stay consistent, yeah. not for the full season, but they may have a multiple-week run. Like, yeah, some, some i got to tell you, uh, number one on my list. All year? Dallas Cowboys have been on it all, all year. But see, all right. I, I know Jerry would, would argue this. 
Or He's I would say that's not. not really not really fraudulent because you've spent a lot of your life as a Dallas Cowboys Good fan. Good point. But I, I know his point of, well, if you're going to at some point put the Eagles or the Giants on right. your list, you're not really a Cowboys fan. Yes, that's right. correct. Okay. So number one, Dallas Cowboys. Number two, still rooting for the Miami Dolphins. Just real quick. Yeah. Cowboys. One of the things Aaron Rodgers said yesterday, Dak Prescott has become one of the quarterbacks he loves to watch more than any other quarterback. Is that right? should be in the MVP conversation. How about I that? like it. All right, Dolphins. So Cowboys-Dolphins. That's the Super Bowl matchup I want to see. All right. 100%. Well, yesteryear, sure. I need Mike McDaniel speaking all week. All that stuff. I love Tyreek Hill. I love Tua. Tua. Uh, number three, even though they lost, I'm still hanging with... Uh, C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Oh, okay, that's you're going to say them. the Vikings. Well, that's my number four, the Vikings. C.J. Stroud and the Texans is, I mean, every reason to. And they don't. I looked at this yesterday. They had zero primetime games on theirs. No one trusted like it. Everyone will get a Thursday night game at some point. Some of these crappy Thursday night matchups. Unless I saw that wrong. I don't think they had a single. I think it's all been Sunday at one or four. That's they it. didn't trust them, CeeLo. Hmm. But uh, Texans on my list. Vikings still on my list. Now. now if they dump Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I was going to say, this is very interesting. They're out. They're, they're out. off you my list. Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins are not doing Get it. Get lost. <laughs> I had one bad. You're not allowed to have one bad Dude, game in the NFL. I was shocked that O'Connell. I mean, often we after these games, well, we got to evaluate the tape. We'll see. You know, he was like, yeah, well, we almost yanked him in this game. And we're going to we're going to we're going we're gonna to think things over during the bye week. Now, interesting. Yesterday, they did activate Justin Jefferson off IR which he wasn't going to play the other night. He's coming back after the bye week. And O'Connell went as far as to say, well, we're going to take a look the next few days at our three quarterback options and decide who best fits Justin yeah. Jefferson's skill. Like, I get that he's your best player, but, like, like I don't that's know. That's unprecedented. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. I mean, we all were bowing at the feet. And I, I understand it. It's Josh Dobbs, a little flash in the pan. But, like, you're talking about... I don't know what round Jaron Hall was taken in, and he got that one start and got concussed immediately. Nick Mullins is a, you know, akin to like a Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon. Correct. I mean, it's amazing to me after everything that happened with Dobbs that one bad performance may cost him his job. Right. Not only that, two of two or three of the four picks bounced off receivers. Yeah, a little misleading. And finally, CeeLo, back on the list after being off it for many weeks. New York Giants. Okay. I'm on the Tommy DeVito train. Until the Eagles wipe the floor with him, and then you'll be... Then I'll probably be off. Probably be right back off. Cut your losses and and move on. So that's Cowboys, Dolphins, Texans, Vikings, Giants. I like that. That's a pretty solid list, especially on the fly there when you weren't prepared to do it today. Oh, I'm prepared. Nicely produced. Let me give you a a second benchmark item here, CeeLo, from the morning show Mm. or from the warm-up show. This is called Buzz... No buzz. Oh, yes. Have you heard of it? I've very much heard of it. All right. This is where I give you a topic and you tell me, is there buzz surrounding this topic or is there? No buzz. No buzz. In-season hard knocks starring the Miami Dolphins. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. Buzz. No buzz. For me, it's a no buzz because I have not watched it. I will say that there are a few people in my life who have. And are you and hearing buzz? They said they are very much enjoying it more really? so than what we got during the preseason with the Jets. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because the Jets was so buzzed because of Aaron the Rogers. Aaron Rodgers situation. Sure. But this, I saw a story come out about one of the Dolphins players that got injured and you saw it on Hard Knocks. I was like, I didn't even remember they were doing that. Yeah. Normally there's there's talk surrounding right. it. It feels like a advertisement. No, yeah, I haven't seen any of that either. It feels like a total no buzz situation. Eddie, you are a Dolphins fan. Is that a buzz or no buzz for you? Well, uh I've never watched the hard nine. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, ask. I don't think I have HBO. We might, I'm not sure. Uh so I'm gonna go no buzz. No buzz. Me. But I'm curious why CeeLo, do the people who like it like it? It's because of uh, McDaniels? Uh, yeah. I mean, Dolphin fans that worship McDaniel, and he is very interesting, as we know. I mean, at some Love point him. that might that might wear off and get annoying, but it hasn't yet. Yeah, when you start losing a lot of games, it yeah, gets really annoying. I mean, that's annoying. usually part of it. And sure. I am aware that it exists because when I would flip through commercials and I, I would see Dolphins flash, I would say, what's that? And then it was a commercial for the HBO in-season hard knock. Huh, yeah, see, I've not seen any of those commercials. Yeah, Maybe my head's just buried in the sand. And I don't know if it's because like a preseason hard knocks 
Knox is exciting because we're getting excited for football right. season. Yeah, and here we're already getting Thursday night, uh, uh, all day night. Sunday, Black Monday Friday, night, yeah. Sunday night, Black Friday games, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. day games. Too much. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Too if you're a, a Dolphin fan, it's inter- plus the in season nature where the storylines are more meaningful and juicy. You know, yeah, preseason. You're know, talking preseason guys that aren't going to make the roster, so on and so forth. Like they're in the. They're in the thick of it right now. That's true. Now I don't know. Again, I've not I've not watched any of these in season, so yeah. I don't know how much they're actually giving you or showing you as far as yeah, me neither. Content that matters, but um, I mean, if I, it's one of those things where some nights I'll sit down now and it's like, ah, what do I want to watch? Am I really going to put on a show? Like maybe I'll I'll try to remind myself next time. Well, you know, the wife's asleep. Maybe I'll take a look at that. You know, the thing was with me these days though, Al, usually not home at night. You're working. I'm working, man. I'm getting home in like the wee hours of the morning, so yeah. I'm not looking to turn the TV on. And I'm catching up on 90 Day Fiance and things mm-hmm. like that, so I, I have time for hard. And I've got a. I'm now. I, I I'll admit, dog's got. He's gotten to me with the JFK stuff. So I I I've got to watch this National Geographic documentary that they did. Now there's this Rob Reiner podcast about it. So like I'm I'm I, I'm down that rabbit hole about so, who killed JFK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I know. I'm sure that. You have absolutely zero interest in any False. of that. Really? Well, uh, when the movie JFK came I out... I figured it's just been done so much that you yeah. like, enough already. Well, when the movie JFK came out in the 90s, I think mid early to mid-90s, yeah. I was locked in on JFK assassination talk. Mm-hmm. I was getting every magazine back then that had articles <laughs> written about it. I could not get enough of the JFK assassination talk. And I do believe somebody other than... Lee Harvey Oswald killed. I think most Kennedy. people, like a majority of people, probably feel. I mean, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not speaking from any sort of scientific poll, but that would be my guess. So, is that there's a new documentary so about the, this? So, National Geographic, because we just had the what 60 or 60 year anniversary just last week. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, wow, right. you didn't. You no, didn't, none of that. Okay, man, yeah. I'm missing everything. Yeah, yeah. So, National Geographic did a documentary, which. I well, I haven't watched it yet, but my understanding is it's very down the middle. It's not conspiracy theories. They're just presenting sort of the quote-unquote facts, the coverage, so on and so forth. But this Rob Reiner podcast is the opposite of that, um, where he is very much into conspiracy theories. But they did like a very deep dive, and I only listened to the first couple of episodes. They're like about 40 minutes each, and I think there's going to be 10 of them released over a period of time. So, so far, there's only three out. But they bring in a lot of different people and a lot of references and background on sort of what was happening in t- in the context of the politics involved leading up to the assassination and all the players and who could have done it and like interviews, fact check. I mean, there's it's very in-depth. It's not just, you know, some quack getting on the microphone and just slamming, piecing together some conspiracy theory. They did a lot of work on this. So it's the mob, the CIA. All of that. Yeah. Cubans, yes. 100 percent. Aliens. Correct. No, I've not heard anything about alien chat. That'd no. be awesome. No, I know that, that that might get Eddie to listen if there was a theory about the. And aliens. this is Rob Reiner, the Rob Reiner, yeah. meathead from uh, Archie Bunker show. Uh, and by the way, direct, he's, you know, famous director. Yeah. As well. By the way, he's a bit of a loon himself. Well, I that's why people were kind of he's saying that. Nutty. But, okay. The, what happened? Like he was one of the people that the Trump and the. The Trump presidency and the vaccines made him like nutty. Yeah, I mean, I get Full that. Full on nut. Job. I get that. I'm not saying, but I'll check it out. I, it's only I'm only a little bit in, yeah. and I, I tried. I tried to go into it with an open mind, discluding everything you're saying, which I've heard as well. Yeah, um, but I do find it fascinating. I don't know. Oh, watchy. <laughs> that was my Edith Bunker impression. <laughs> I'm not saying that they have it figured out or anything like yeah. that, but they are naming names. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to know seriously what Aaron Rodgers thinks of the JFK yeah, assassination. They should ask like him if he that. Does I bet he has a take. Dive. I bet he's got a take. And on I wonder it. I, on aliens if he goes that way at all. Uh, I feel Aaron Rodgers. No, he's all, yeah. all in on the. Aliens. I feel like he I've heard okay. him talk about that. Yeah, remember on Hard Knocks, he said he saw that UFO. Oh, never, right. Yes, never saw that's right. Knocks. Yes, yeah. Never. Well, but it no, but there was the story clip was, in the. Oh yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, right. He definitely believes in UFOs. Quick break here, Sila. When we return, I have a couple more NFL notes I'd like to get get uh, here with you. Uh, then a couple other non-NFL notes. Are I have, baseball one, items I have one baseball item, okay, which I think I'm excited about, but All I'll right. ask you. I wonder if it's the one I'm thinking of. We'll All find right. out. And then uh, Boomer and Geo at 6. 
Here's your Christmas song, Sila. Notice the beautiful vocals. There was Christmas Eve, <laughs> in the drunk tank. Merry Christmas, everyone. An old man said to me, Won't see another one. Yeah, I've never heard this. <laughs> what? And then he sang a song. Wow. The rare old mountain I just took out the sheet music yesterday so I could start playing this again nice. on my piano to myself and my dog. <laughs> and to your uh, Facebook and Instagram followers. Maybe. I got to practice it, though. It's been a while. Yeah, that's you're right. These guys that don't have the, the greatest singing voice, they kind of just slur their way through yeah, it to hide that. I love What's it. What's the name of this group again? The, the Pogues. Pogues. The Pogues. Pogues. They're an Irish band. I was going to, okay. You said UK. I was curious. It does pick up, by the way. I mean, I would hope so. They have another great, uh, great song called uh, A Rainy Night in Soho. Not Christmas related. Another, mean, another solid song. Shane McGowan? Yeah. See, now it says Eng- England. It says London. He's born in England, not Irish. Oh. But I always picture them being C- Irish. Celtic punk bands. I guess that's what you're thinking of. Here it picks up, CeeLo. <laughs> this is where you play uh, something. Huh. Yeah, it does have an Irish feel to it, but it says... Yeah. I mean, his name is clearly Irish. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar with that one. Hmm. So you, uh, that was on your list this oh, morning yeah. that you played oh, oh, yes, okay. I did, CeeLo. The Pogues to kick off a Wednesday for Oh, Al. yeah. Oh. Did you see this? Uh, we got interesting two items. Uh, Mark Cuban news yesterday. Yeah, this is, I mean... Mark two. Cuban is leaving Shark Tank. Oh, all right. That one I didn't see. Well, that was first. And then later on in the day, he's selling the majority <laughs> stake in the Mavericks. Yeah. That's Maybe wild. that's why he can leave Shark Tank, because he's about to sell the majority stake for $3.5 billion. Sharks. 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 $3.5 billion. He bought the team 23 years ago mm-hmm. for $285 million. Must be nice. Well, that's like a uh, over $3 billion profit. Correct. <laughs> well, based on... <laughs> Original sale price and yes. current, yeah, I mean I can't speak to how much he's invested since, but yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah, I don't think he's pocketing whatever that would be three point two something billion or whatever. But yeah, some people think he's uh, doing this so he can make a, a political run somewhere, some sort mm. of political office. Interesting. The yeah. fascinating thing to me about this, though. While he sells the majority stake, he still retains control of basketball operations. Is that right? It's a good, nice deal if you can get it. That was what I read. My understanding. So, what does that mean? He still gets to call all the shots. Uh that was that was the yeah, way. Yeah, he I... still gets to be on the sidelines. And right, oh, jumping man. around. Yes, on the sidelines. Yeah, he would remain governor of the franchise and in control of all basketball decisions. Man, imagine that. Hey, three and a half, Bill. And I still get pull with the team. Yes. I thought Woo. he was looking to be like, let me time no. to relax. That's why I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, really? Wow. He's so invested in that. Yeah. And so passionate about it. But it makes sense now. You get the money and you still get the, the side that you love. And, and if he is, that's a nice uh, little war chest to make yeah. a run. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes sense. Now we're going to need a new so shark tank host. Together. Oh, boy. I'd love to do that. He's the host of that? See, I never watched that show. They have a panel. Okay. He's one of them. I don't know. All right. See, I wouldn't have thought host, but okay, panel. Is A-Rod on that show or he was It's just occasionally. Occasionally. He's like a guest. Sometimes they have a guest person. Got it. But when you say host, don't they... Do they have like a There's TV no main guy, host. Like a, no. There's uh, four or five investors. Okay. He's one of them. Huh. And they host sort of together. They hmm. just... They, they, cut out, they cut out the need for like a, yeah. a Ryan Seacrest yeah. type. The, Sharks. The sharks. person just comes out who's got a business. They go. They have their quick presentation. Beautiful. Then the sharks take over and start negotiating. All right. Very nice. And asking questions. Hmm. The Eagles are a very rare ten and one home underdog. underdog to the Niners. To the Niners this week. Mm-hmm. That is some bizarre stuff. The Niners are three point favorites on the road coming east to play the Eagles. Yeah, I would say a couple factors at play. Yeah, they take nothing away from the Eagles. 10-1, and one. we've seen, though, they've kind of won some of these games with mirrors a little bit, including this past week against Buffalo. Impressive, but finding ways, maybe haven't been as sharp, crisp, buttoned up as the Niners have been, other than that little three-game losing streak the Niners had. San Francisco coming off some extra time off. You've got that as well. So I think there's a few factors at play. Niners lead the league in you know points allowed per game. They're very stingy on defense. They're so, saying, CeeLo, that it's been two decades 
since a 10 and 1 or better team sure has been an underdog at home with their starting quarterback yeah, playing that makes i mean i believe it sure that in the times in the in the past when it's happened it's mm-hmm. been you know like a 14 and 1 team that was resting their starters because it was a meaningless game yeah. and so then they were home underdogs now the um the traditional thought here maybe more so pre legalized sports gambling because I feel like a lot of that stuff's gone out the window now. In fact, this past weekend, most, I think almost all the favorites, except the Vikings, won or covered or something like that. But this is the old, they're begging you to take the Eagles. Is that right? Yeah. It's like, wait, I can get the 10-1 and one Eagles at home getting points. Right, getting Find a me field up for goal. that. Like, that seems too good to be true. Yeah. And then, bang, here come the Niners, and they lay like a, you know, 17-point <laughs> win on Philadelphia. So you're saying that the spread is talking to you, and it's telling you I, to I, take the Niners. In years past, I've thrown all that out the window, honestly. Because yeah. it's just, there's so many books now. We, we always say, oh, Vegas knows. It's not just Vegas anymore. It's everywhere. I mean. And are they generally consistent? As far as the point spreads? Yeah. Yeah, usually. Oh, that, maybe but, like, a lot of times point. you'll see, oh, well, look, all, you know, most of the bets are on this team or most of the money is on this team. But I always wonder, whoever's aggregating that, how many of the sports books are they accounting for? Because you could get the numbers skewed in one way at one book and then have it be different at another book. Like that's yeah. where it gets it gets tricky, and you gotta it, you you gotta question and wonder and be confident of the source of information for that. If you're really trying to look at it that way, okay, from an analytical standpoint, well, numbers least, standpoint. At least we're gonna. I don't like to look ahead at the schedule, but at least we know we got one really cool game this coming weekend. Yeah, that's a no doubter. Eagles Niners uh-huh. in Philadelphia. Uh-huh. I believe that's a 425 kick. I think if the Eagles uh, wear those Kelly Green uniforms, that that uh th- that point spread will go to even. Well, they just did, so I don't think they're going back to back weeks with that. Uh, I mean, maybe. They should. They should wear the Kelly Green and the Niners should wear should wear uh what we saw them wear in San Francisco Thanksgiving night, which is the the mid 90s. Yeah, the all white. Uh, it's hard to call it a throwback, but yeah, yeah that with it's the, funny. the black shadow block on the numbers, those are sharp. I like yeah, those. there's some teams that even when they do their throwbacks, you really have to pay attention to see the difference. Yeah. Because they just haven't, you know, like the Vikings, they had Packers. They, they, I don't like when a team does a throwback and they have no logo on their helmet, like the Lions that's did. A, that's really throwing it back. Yeah, usually. I don't like that. Yeah. Put a Lion logo on your helmet. Well, then, Put it's a not Packer. A, then it's not a throwback. Eh. Eh. Mm. Eh. Throwback should only be the 1970s, of course, the 1980s. Right. right. And the early 90s. My era. Would you like to see the Giants go back to full-time, the look where it says Giants on yes, the helmet? I would. And, I mean, the, the white on white that yeah, they wear beautiful. is amazing. The blue is, I, it's okay. But the white, the white, the white on, that white jersey, yeah. the road, what was the road jersey is, I mean, it's just beautiful. I need Tommy DeVito in that when they come off the bye. I think they did their. Helmet. I think they did their throwback. Their yeah, they did already. Jersey games already, both white and blue. Yeah, I remember it's for sure. I think it was when Tyra Taylor was was playing for Daniel Jones. If I'm not mistaken, I think you're correct. Yeah, I think I remember that. Bill Belichick did his uh, usual spot on the Greg Hill show sure, on that was W very revealing <laughs> W E E I in Boston. I will say he usually is a little bit better in that spot. Yeah, understandably so. It's a paid spot. Right, you got to give him something. You're getting paid. Uh, they asked him about the rumors that he's already picked out his. Uh, next team. Yeah. To which uh, Mr. Bill Belichick said, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so I <laughs> guess he's not giving. You wouldn't expect Bill to go, uh, yep. Yeah, right, I yeah. can't tell you guys right yeah. now, but I do have my next team picked out. Here you go. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> In studio, too. Not what? on the phone. Really? That's not a phone. Yeah, that's ridiculous. In fact, when I first heard that this morning, I assumed it was at the uh, at the podium with the, with the, with the press. But you're telling me he says this on the, on the show. He did he it on does, the radio he show. Sometimes I've seen him go in before. I don't know what determines whether he's on the phone or in studio. Yeah. Or maybe it's just one of those really uh, clear, now how clear everything is. Maybe the the Patriots facility has a thing. Yeah, that I guess. But I know right I've, in, in prior years or even probably earlier this year, I've listened back to one of those spots. You know, if I was yeah. here and I remember being on a phone. You can tell. Like a cell, you know, a crappy phone, as you would say. Right. A crappy cell phone. A crappy yeah. cell phone. I don't know. Quick break, CeeLo. I guess you got a sports minute here. Uh, well, Amy Lawrence has a sports Amy Lawrence. minute. I'm going to say zero chance. Uh, zero chance. I'll give him a little hint. He did mention this player at some point earlier in the show. Mark Cuban. That's not a player. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. 
the superheroes of WFAN. Another moment or so before Boomer and Geo will be here. Jerry's out today. CeeLo is in for him. Hi. I saw a baseball note here, CeeLo, that the Mets are expected to sign Vladdy Miguel Guerrero. Yeah. The brother of Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yes. And the son of Vlad Guerrero Sr. Senior. How about that? We expect him to be good, right? I guess. It's in the blood, CeeLo. So they got Guerrero, and they've got uh, Ronald Acuna's brother as well. Is that right? Well, yeah, you don't remember that? I do remember now that you say it. The trade. I don't remember it. Like, if you would have asked me in the break, hey, did the Mets Mets have Acuna Jr.'s You would have forgot already. I'd have said, I don't think so. Excuse me, CeeLo. Okay. Is this kid supposed to be meaning it? I have no idea. I didn't even know he existed until I saw it on the show sheet. Yeah, me too. When I saw it, I was like, ooh, I like it because I love... (laughs) Anybody who's connected to eighties baseball, get him in here. Oh, do we know how old this uh, this kid is? Seventeen. Oh, all right. Oh, well, maybe he'll be good then, right? Give he's, me Daryl got... Strawberry's nephew. Sure, something. Just bring up, bring up all those guys yeah. from yesteryear and their family and their kin. Gary Carter's third cousin. I'd love to get here to play some baseball for the Mets. <laughs> as long as he's got the same last name. Right. Yeah, you don't want any non-same last name guys. Yeah. It's no good. Uh, how about that uh, Panthers interim head coach firing other dudes? Yeah. He just got Josh in Josh McCown, there. Deuce Staley. <laughs> See you later. Get out of here. Go I'm on. the new head. How about uh, David Te- WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1 New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.